white people somehow you would never catch me on a dirt bike. <laughs> oh, you did? See that? And you're going to do it again, right? <laughs> uh, he's a rough guy. White people weird. They do, that's why the world is so nice, right? Because they do weird things and they end up uh, making money from it. <laughs> Who would have thought of dirt biking? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line on YouTube, and I can answer your questions. Merry Christmas out there and here. Merry Christmas to y'all. All right. Uh, before I get rolling, hey, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Amazing. Uh, any questions? I know we have some first time here. I know you got to go at 11.30 back to Hawaii, right? Yeah. Any questions or anything before you that you want to ask? No. Oh, okay. No? How about you? Uh, well, I just appreciate your ministry, and, I'm, and, and you've inspired me already to reach out like you're reaching out. I've seen your videos. I yes. appreciate your message very much. And, uh, my question is, uh, do you get any blowback from your from the people that are not fans of yours or from the Christian community for your stand on being a man. Why do you think I had to hire Justin? <laughs> the bodyguard, right? I needed some muscles. Yeah, absolutely. But it's fine. I don't mind at all. There was a lady that called the show, nice lady, uh, and she was saying that she was quoting all the Bible stuff to me because she's a Bible thumper. Nice lady, though, in case you're watching. Um, <laughs> and she was just quoting the Bible. I'm, I'm like, she was like, I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> and she said, well, I have to do this because you're misleading the people. And I'm like, okay. And I asked her, did she sin? And she didn't want to answer that. Honestly, like, and then she says, not by What's that word? That's another word. Oh, willingly is the word. Is that right, Jay? Willfully. Oh, willfully. She's sin, but not willfully or something like that. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. And she want to save the people. Here she is sinning, but not willfully. How do you sin, not willfully sin? You know, how many people think about willfully before you sin? You know, I'm about to do this, but not willfully. Oh, God. I'm telling you. And then, and I said, I asked, do you have a husband? And she's like, yes. I'm like, let me speak to your husband. She said, he's at work. Well, have him call me. He, he's kind of shy. I'm like, what the? A Bible thumper with a shy husband. Can you imagine the hell he's going through? <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I do, but I don't mind. Uh, 
because I understand they can't see, and if they could do better, they would. It's not personal. Yeah, yeah so I don't mind. And, it, and that needs to happen so you can overcome the world anyway, because if you're afraid of the world, then you don't love God. And so he will cause you to overcome the world if you deal with it in the right way. He really will. And it's nothing like overcoming the world. It's amazing. Nice. Any other questions? What do you want, Hitler? Mm. <laughs> he always raised his hand like Hitler. <laughs> what the, a black Hitler. <laughs> I'm sorry to scare you, but it did get your attention. That's right. <laughs> I just want to ask right now, uh, this has been, uh, been your one of your entrepreneur meetings, but uh, uh, right, now, right now I may be in a position of, uh, maybe a position of uh, promoting my uh, my small bu- uh, this business. This is the wrong time to be asking me that. What the? I just want to uh, I just want to ask, should I take it one step at a time? Yes, always. I see. With everything. I see. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. You're welcome, Raymond. Anybody else? So, oh, okay. And then here. So, I, I was waiting to see what happened. Your brother died, and you spoke at the funeral? Yeah. How did that go? Um, surprisingly, it went well. Nice. I'm still alive, so it went well. <laughs> yeah. No one yelled at you? Mm. Uh, no, no. Okay, man. And uh, surprisingly, because of that, um, I start bonding with my with my auntie on my father's side. You bonded with her? Like, like you know, you know, you're you're you, you don't have... want to bond with a woman. Uh, Keep I get what you I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I. Uh, afterwards, I just like just I just sent a video of yours, and she uh, she said that she she's aware of you. She already know you, so it's like we've been I've been the, like telling her about the silent prayer, and she's probably watching right now. So I just thought that was a trip right there. Oh, so she liked me? Yeah. Oh, she does. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But still, no bond. <laughs> <laughs> Keep his face. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but uh, my my question was, I I thought about it uh, about what you say about like if things go in the right way, like um, the man goes to work and provide, and the the mother stays home and watch the children. But it's like it's like that's the opportunity. Like the father's at work, so the mom is at home with the children. That's like the opportunity for like the mother to not purposely, but kind of like destroy the children. So like yeah. how would trying to like figure like like what will be a good way about that when you come home when you get home from work ask your kids how did it go and they're going to say mommy was mean <laughs> or she was impatient and you correct the wife right in front of the kids don't treat my kids this way you be patient and the kids will love you for that because they would appreciate you protecting them uh, they would know they can't fight they don't have to fight it by themselves but you should correct the mother right there in front of the kids. But with perfect love, not with anger. Yes. Uh, you about to get married? Uh, no, no. I just, it just uh, like a. Uh, oh. I just, yeah, but that's how something you do just it. came to me like during the week. I was like, I, w- I wonder if I'm in that position, like how, you know. And the wife would say, don't correct me in front of the kids. You're like, yes, I am. 
take me in the bedroom and to correct me. Don't do it. Because she doesn't want the kids to see that she's wrong. She doesn't want you to see them correcting for them to see you correcting them because it will validate that she's wrong. And she doesn't want them to know that. All right. Makes sense. Okay. All right. Right here. Um, so I had a question about um, thinking versus thoughts because I've heard you say, um, and in the Bible it says that we're supposed to think on these things like purity, righteousness, but then it also says to hold, to bring every thought into captivity. So what's right. the difference between those two things? There is an a, a intellectual thinking that we talked about last week. It's right below uh, consciousness of God, the mind of God. And so you use that like a tool when you want to build a house or you want to lie to a woman to have sex or something, you use that. But above that is a, a knowing, a revelation, the mind of God. And that's what you live by. Because when you're done with the intellectual thinking, you should put it aside. It's like using a tool. Oh, so you, you do think, obviously you have to think sometimes. Well, if you want to teach you how to build a house, you're going to listen and learn how to build it, right? Right, right. But you're not going to live by that. Okay. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah, I just I overthink the, the difference between the two, so then... So what now? I said I often overthink, like, the difference between the two. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be thinking this or... No, this you're is not like supposed to think or, on anything. Okay. You okay. don't think on anything. It'll be... You have a teacher inside, so mm-hmm. when you're learning to build a house, you make some notes and things, but you will remember when you, while you're doing it. It'll come. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thank don't you. Don't think on anything. Yes, sir. Oh. I just had a question. Uh, this thing on? Yes, I had a question, uh, piggyback on what he was saying. What if the kids are in the wrong? If the kids are in the wrong? Yeah. Um, kids are not going to be in the wrong for the most part. A lot of times when you see your kids start acting out, it's because behind closed doors, the mother has irritated them. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're acting out. Kids, when they're running around having fun, climbing trees and knocking over things, they're not wrong. It's just what kids do. Mm -hmm. And you have to correct them, correct that with perfect love so you don't traumatize them. Mm -hmm. But the mother don't have that love, so she is always overreacting, recreating the kids. So you're saying is it not possible for the kids to be in the wrong? No. So they could not, be in the wrong. I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you mean by in the wrong? I'm saying like a kid that's like, you know, just acting like a spoiled brat. And the but mom they is acting disciplined. that way, that's only because someone spoiled them. Okay. And you need to find out who spoiled either the father or the mother. Uh, I see. They don't naturally become spoiled. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am. He's coming, the black one. <laughs> um, so I agree about um, the father correcting the mom in front of the kids, right? So but what about if the mom um, recognizes that she did wrong? Like, oh, yeah, I did yell at them or, you know. You, if she you know did I mean? that and said to the kids, you know what, I'm sorry. Yeah. I should not be yelling at you. Right. And don't ever do it again, it'll be fine. Okay. Because the kids trust the mother that she is sorry, and they forget about it. But then if down the road she does it again, 
it become a trauma after a while. I understand. They expect you to change if you're sorry about it. Okay. I mean, is this your first time? No, I'm you not wearing my glasses time? today. <laughs> and I'm wearing this really cool hat. <laughs> oh, you look like a black it's person. It's me. <laughs> well, it is. The light is so bright, I can't see you. Yeah. But I see you and I can't see you. Okay. You look black today. I do? Okay. I am not wearing my glasses, so I don't know. And no um, glasses? Huh? Why don't you have your glasses on? Because I have my contacts on today. Oh, nice. Yeah. But no, if if the mother apologized and, and stopped doing it, it'd be over with. Okay. All right. Okay. Anybody, anything that you disagree with? Oh, right here. Let me take James first and then here. Beat Bump. Did you know his name is Beat Bump? That's amazing. And he fight with people online all the time. <laughs> so what? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Tyler McLean on YouTube says, Jesse, last week you wanted someone to remind you to do the silent prayer at the service today. Nice. This is that reminder. Thank you. Do y'all want to do it for a few minutes? So here's what I want to tell you. You really want to let go. You don't want to hold on to anything. Nothing is important enough to hold on to. And because of the trauma, you escaped and you've been living in your head and you've been tripping. And uh, God said, uh, your thoughts are not his and they are not from, they are not from you. That's why he said, bring every thought into captivity. And so what I want to have you to do for a few minutes, I want you to relax and let go, right? Sit up and be aware of the automobile noise going by. Be aware of Chris snowing because he's a little sleepy. He was up late last night. Uh, the sounds around you are happening in the present. And if you get in your head, just know you're in your head, but don't trip out. Just realize it, and you'll come out of it. But you want to look. This is the you looking at the not you. And these things are just coming and going as though you're watching a movie. And Satan going to tell your ego, oh, this is not working. you got to be doing something. And your ego don't, is not going to want to do this because it has to stay busy. And the worst thing that can happen to an ego is not to have anything to do. You know how sometimes when you're bored, you're sitting at home and you're bored and no one is around, the phone is not, no one's calling the phone and the internet has been taken away from you because you're conservative or whatever, right? So you can't be on the internet. <laughs> and so you're sitting there all bored and, and it just feels like nothing, like you're nothing. And say would say, call Esther. And you're like, I don't want to call Esther. I have nothing to say, right? But you end up calling her anyway because you can't handle being feeling like nothing. And so you'll call her up and have a conversation with her. And at the end of the conversation, you think, why did I call you? <laughs> but it's because the ego doesn't want to die, so it's got to keep you busy. It want to keep you in your head, keep you busy, thinking about yesterday, worried about everything, right? So what, what I want you to do for a few minutes, just relax and you... Let your palms up on your, on your lap there. And I, you put them up because God is inside us and he's above. All right, so that's why. 
And when, when Christ prayed, he did like this. But so you can do this. Did you know when Christ uh, got baptized, they didn't lean him over like they do now? They pushed him down. Did you all know that? When I went to Israel, we did, uh, we went to the, uh, what was that? That we did the baptism? Jordan what? The Jordan River. Oh, the Jordan River. And we did a baptism service. And they said, hey, do it like Jesus did it. He went down. I like that way better. That way the water doesn't get all in your brain and, and kill you. <laughs> but it was nice. So just, I want you to uh, close your eyes and from head to toe, just relax. Let go. Just let go. And we'll do it for two minutes, maybe three. So just close your eyes, sit straight up, and let go. Let go, right? From the top of your head, all, uh, traveling down your head, your eyes, uh, let, them, let your eyes just relax in the socket. Just let them lay there, relax. And let your tongue relax in the throat, in your mouth. Just relax. Let it go, traveling down the body. Just let it go. All the way down your arms to the tip of your fingers. And you may feel warmth. You might not. You may see thoughts while traveling. You might not. Whatever happens, just relax. You want to become the observer. And just all the way down to the tip of your toes. Just totally let go. And a lot of people say that it's this time where they fall asleep when they're home. Uh, it's because you've been so stressed out, dealing with life and overreacting. And now you're relaxing and letting go. All that stress is just starting to come down on your body. Eventually, when you come out of the thoughts, that'll pass. You won't have to go through that anymore. But if you do fall asleep, just, you know, sit there for a few minutes until you feel sleepy and then get up and go to bed. No big deal. So just relax. Let yourself breathe. You don't have to force yourself to breathe. It'll happen naturally. Everything happens naturally. So let yourself breathe. And without opening your eyes or anything, right above your eyebrows there, just Look toward that, the center of your forehead. Stand back within your mind's eyes and look toward your eyebrows. And that's where all thoughts come and go. They travel that. It's like you're standing back now watching and not you coming and going. And they're tell, reminding you about last year, yesterday, tomorrow, or what's, what are you going to do for lunch today? Whatever they're saying to you, just watch it. And I want you to look for the first thought. Be aware of the first thought that comes. Stand back and be aware of the first one. And don't hold on to any of them. Don't try to control them. Don't try to hold on to the good ones and let the bad ones go. They're all imposters. They build you up to let you down, let you down, to build you up, build you up. So none of them are are from God, and none of them are from you. It's a setup. So just relax and let it go. And, and be aware, I'm going to be quiet for one minute because I want you to hear the sound around you.
the cars on the outside there, the quietness. Sometimes you can hear the quietness, and it's amazing. So I'm a, this is all to it. No more. It gets easier and easier the more you do it. So just be aware of the thoughts. Let them go. And be aware of the presence around you, the noise, the cows, the dogs barking or whatever. And just relax. Just for one minute. Don't open your eyes yet. Let yourself breathe. Just don't force it. Sometimes you might see bright lights in the forehead there. You might not. You see darkness. You see what look like demons or whatever it is. You're watching the movie. You're not in control of the movie. Be still and know God. And he'll separate you from the darkness and guide you by the light. And sometimes you get a whole bunch of thoughts and Satan tell you, oh, it's not working. Look at all those thoughts. The fact that you can see you're getting a bunch of thoughts, it means that it is working. God is allowing you to see it. Otherwise, you'll be lost in your head and not realize you're getting thoughts, bunch of thoughts. Sometimes you get one or two, sometimes you get none. You just watch it. So just a half a minute here. And then this is the last uh, thing I want to tell you. Sometimes you're going to, with some people, they're so angry, they're so stressed out, they feel like they want to throw up or something dark want to come out of them. Whatever happened, let it happen. God is working with you from within. So let it happen. You're not going to die physically, but your ego will die, which is not you. It's the nature of Satan. So whatever happened, don't trip out. All right, you can slowly open your eyes there. Do a little stretch if you want. That's all to it. Amazing. Um, did you do it, Levi? What was your first thought? My first thought that came to me? Like while yeah, I was that doing came it? to you while you were doing it. Um, my first thought was about my... Uh, my uh, Streaming that I was doing yesterday. You know, the internet? Yeah, like what, uh, uh, video games. You thought about that? Yeah. And did you let it go? Yeah. Nice. Um, Sometimes when you're watching for the first thought, you won't get it. It won't come because it knows you're watching it. It won't come. So when that happens, you're doing fine. I want to ask the young lady behind you, Levi. What was your first thought? Yes. Uh, should, I should stop worrying about miscarrying. About what? Miscarrying. Miscarrying? Yeah. You had a miscarry? Uh, I haven't had one yet. But. 
You haven't had one? But, uh, but I'm worried. <laughs> what? No, no reason. I just didn't worry about you it. You haven't had one? No. But you worried about having one? Yeah. Beta. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the thoughts are doing. It'll make you think that it's going to happen and cause you to overreact and yeah. make, make it happen. Yeah, totally. And then you're tripping and you blame God. Yeah, let that go. Don't mm-hmm. worry about that. Yeah. All right. Thanks. What was your gesture? It's all good things. I think riding my dirt bike was first, and then you um, would think about your dirt bike. <laughs> yeah, kind of flying through the sky. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, not, nothing negative. It was all positive. And then uh, there's this beautiful river in Riverside called Forest Falls, where you just go and listen to the water and the trees and the birds and the. So leaves. all that would happen just now. Yeah, and then from there it just went silent. There was nothing. Oh no! And you let it pass. Yeah, and I almost fell off the chair. Nice. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Very yeah. good. I enjoyed it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for reminding me. I have forgotten. That's all to it. And do it morning and night. And sometimes during the day, if you get all stressed out, go sit in the bathroom somewhere and just come out of those side. It's going to blow your mind, really. It's just going to be amazing. But you got to commit to it. Let go and let God. And that's what it means. Let go, be still, and know God. And he will direct your path in ways that you can't even imagine. And just live in the present. And what's going to happen is eventually you won't make any decisions in life. Because you you don't know what you want anyway. And every decision you make is wrong. It's never right. Isn't that amazing? But what's going to happen is you're going to live in the present. And you just do what's in front of you. And it's the right thing all the time. You can't go wrong because you're not making decisions. You only go wrong if you make decisions. Interesting, huh? Amazing. I want to, um, oh, yeah, you had your hand, right? Yeah. Okay. And then I got to tell you this story about love and hate. It's a thin line between love and hate. You ever heard this song? Yes. It's a thin line between love and hate. For if you love me, then you hate me. You ever heard that? Yeah. It reminds me of the morning after the night of. <laughs> anyway, different story. Yes. So, <laughs> actually, when what I was gonna ask you when I did the silent prayer, that was my first thought. What I was gonna ask you, and it kind of like, I kind of like answered myself, but nice. Um, it right. was yeah, it was more about just you know when the women stay home like you were saying, and they have to tutor the kids. Like, let's say that you want to uh, you want to have, like, homeschool with the kids. Right. right? Um, I was just thinking about that and how to, like, manage everything, the cooking, the cleaning, the, you know, tutoring the kids or whatever. But then I was just sitting down and thinking about, not thinking, but, like, watching my thought, and it was yeah. more of, like, you shouldn't be thinking, it, uh, like, right now you should just go with it whenever it's coming. That's right. And just... You know, do it whenever it's coming. So, Absolutely. Yeah. It was nice. I was talking to uh, a lady in my family yesterday, and she was telling me that, and she used to not like me at all, right, because she thought I hated women. She thought I hated blacks and all kind of mess. But uh, she heard this. Did you guys hear the discussion on the radio about, I think mothers are horny for their sons? 
Nice, huh? <laughs> you saw Monique? That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, let me ask a young lady here, what did you think about the idea that mothers are horny for their sons? <laughs> you ever thought about that? I don't know what to say. I I mean, I I have a thought about it, but I'd rather talk about it at Women's Forum. Oh, you have thought about it, but you don't want to talk about it now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Am I off about that, though? Yes or no? Am I, we don't have to. I don't know. I never thought about it with mothers and, and sons. I thought about it with fathers and daughters. What so. made me think about it, I've been doing a lot of counseling over the last 30 years, and I hear these mothers saying, I don't like his girlfriend. I don't like his wife. <laughs> and if, a man, if the son get married... And move to West Hell, Mama will pack up the husband that she has, if she has one, or if not, and move to West Hell and move in with him and destroy the marriage. She act like she in competition with the son and his wife or his girlfriend. I've had so many, and I'm asking them, are you horny for your son or something? Why do you care what he's going through with another woman? But it sounds like jealousy. And and I'm thinking, so I put two or two together. <laughs> Anyone who has anger is in a fallen state, and in that fallen state, you're horny. Did you know it? That's why someone can make you angry, and you're ready to have sex. Or they can make you feel good, and you're ready to have sex. Have you noticed that? And so, and I was thinking... This anger is coming from the mother, so she's like real angry, right? So she must be very horny. And, and I was thinking, since she hates the father, and she's looking at the son who looked like the father, younger, in good shape, I bet that mother horny for the son. And that's why she fight the woman for the son back. She'll destroy the marriage, she'll destroy the kids, just to have that son next to her. She will move into your home, she would fight your girlfriends like, like, it's, like she in competition. And, and fathers are not like that. They don't, I mean, if you get in trouble, you have an argument, they're like, well, deal with it or something, you know. And they don't, it's not the father for the most part, unless you're a beta father, that try to move into it with your family and destroy your family. You're like, leave that child alone. Let that child go live their life, right? But the mother, it's, I, I'm thinking the mama's horny. And, and so what they've done over the years, to kind of answer your question, they have made us think that it's the men who are desiring this stuff with the kids, right? But it's really the mother. Come men and be like, I don't want my daughter. I don't want this or that, right? But it's the mother. I think, y'all might wear a minute. Y'all horny for your sons. <laughs> Otherwise, why do you have a fight with the girlfriend of, the, of your son? Why do you care? One mother was telling me that, well, this mother really was telling me that one of her sons are now in jail, and he has three or four different girlfriends, and she doesn't like any of them. <laughs> and the son told her, Mom, you're driving me crazy. You're the reason I'm going to jail. You fight with all my girlfriends. You always got something to say, and I don't like you for doing that. And she does it anyway. 
So he's in jail because of her, his anger toward her. And she treats his girlfriends like she in competition. Am I the only one seeing this or what? Your grandmother's like that? It's like that with my uh, uncle. See there? Let me take uh, the young lady way in the back first. Oh, did you want something to say? I would disagree that, that, that men don't do that too. Men do I, that I would too. Disagree Some men do, that but it's abnormal for men to do that. Yeah, oh, sure. Well, yeah, it's abnormal. But I think. It just, I could be wrong. I'm just throwing it out no, there. No, I think, I mean, I think it's important that you're saying it, Jesse, because no one else would say it. to go after their sons, wives, and girlfriends, and it has to be some jealousy yeah. in there or something happening. Yeah. And I, I know it's hard for women to tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I should do out like a, a truth serum. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's important that you're pointing it out, really, because nobody would say it about the women. So what now? I think it's important that you're pointing it out because nobody but you would say it about the women. But, I think but it it's is the best also kept secret on this out of heaven. Because yeah. the women are always accusing people of what they are doing. And, and you find out later, oh, you were doing that, right? <laughs> so think about it, and, and don't let your mama get so close to you. I know mothers, I literally have seen mothers kiss their sons on the mouth. I'm like, what the? <laughs> on the mouth. Like when they saw each other, they just hug and kiss. She loved her son in that way more than she loved her husband. Her husband can't even get a kiss. <laughs> I can be wrong, but I think I'm right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. This is a tough subject for y'all, but it's so easy for me. Because <laughs> I understand good and evil now. I really do. And evil is something else. Yes. No, that was interesting because I watched... Speak into the mic for me. I'm sorry. I said that was interesting because I watch sometimes too many crime movies. Yeah. And there was one about this lady. She actually had her husband off so she could go live. He didn't want to go to... The son was in Phoenix, and she wanted to go. And he was like, no, you know, we got to... We're here. And she ended up having him killed, and then she got all the money and went to Phoenix. Yeah. Go kill the son. Yeah. Isn't that like food for thought, though? Watch your mamas. You'll see. I think they, besides your jealousy, I think they're horny. You're like, can you say horny one more time? (laughs) Right there, Joe. Yes. I think I'm on to something. And, and if I, I notice too, she don't want you to move. There's a young man told me, and I've told this story before. He heard me say, get out, get out. I think, get out. He was over 18. And he told his mother she was, he was going to move. She was like, no, no, you stay with mommy. Grown man. And so finally he packed his bag because he was going to sneak out. And he packed his bag. And his, apparently his bedroom has a back door. So he, when she went to sleep, he was going to sneak out through the back door. And he did. And she heard him walking down the road. She jumped in the car and went after him. Where are you going? Come back to mommy. Mommy, don't leave mommy. That didn't happen when I was growing up, y'all. My grandmother or mother didn't kiss me on the lips. They did not try to hold me down when I said I was moving. Well, they prepared us to leave at 18 anyway. 
And they never asked, could I come live with you? Never. Even my grandmother, when she became old, they moved her from Alabama to Indiana. And she didn't want to stay with them, so they had to put her in one of those apartment buildings for old people where she had her own place. She didn't want to live with her kids. But these mothers today are like, are y'all like millennial mamas or something? <laughs> it's the darndest thing I ever seen. Yes. So I wanted to agree with everything you were saying. Um, my previous relationship, um, he had warned me that in his family they kiss each other on the lips, and that's I experienced what that the? with parents. I wish my mama would it'd be mom, my last kiss. Mom, <laughs> I experienced that. Mom, grandma, dad kissed me on the lips when I first met them. Um, also. His mom, the first thing that she told me was that no matter what happens, I think you guys are going to end up being great friends. So in a way, she kind of like predicted that the relationship was not going to work. So, yeah, I just and it's funny. She had it was him and his older brother. And, you know, the one that I was dating looked very much alike, like his father. So I think Chris mentioned how, um, you know, what did he say? Something about a younger version of the father. So I thought that was kind of yeah. very on point. It's interesting. It's it's evil. Uh, Armenian people got it bad too. The Armenian mother, she ain't gonna let you move. And if you try to move away from her, she'll build an army against you. And all the little Armenians will come after you. I'm serious. I've seen it. I've seen it. And so I was talking to some other guy just at the barbershop throwing it out. And, and we were trying to figure out which culture is like this the most, who had it worse. And so Mexican guys like, uh-uh, the Mexican mamas are like this. They'll build a little hut and everybody got to move in the hut. <laughs> Isn't that true? I know over in East L.A. and South Central L.A., the Mexicans all live together. You can't even find nowhere to park. They all just bunched up together. I'm like, this is not the way South Central LA used to look. And that's because the Mexican mama tried to keep everybody together. Y'all don't supposed to stay with your mama. God said, leave, get married, start your own family, go far away from them. All right? So don't let your mama follow you. She'll kill you. (laughs) Am I wrong? Hermes, what do you think about this? I think you're onto something. Oh, good. <laughs> I knew I was onto something. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I've definitely seen. Uh, I actually know of someone that I mean, an adult male that has used to still sleep with his mother in the same bed. She treated him like her husband. I'm not saying there was sex going on, but she would let him sleep in the bed with her and everything, and he was. In his 20s. See there? I'm on to something. <laughs> wow. Isn't that amazing? Did you have your hair? Eric? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it was when you asked about disagreement. I got a little disagreement potentially, but I'm not sure if you're kidding or not, but I heard you speak about the Buddha four times. About the what? About Buddha. Who? Buddha. I spoke about Buddha when? Uh, last church. About the fat guy? Yeah. 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 No, because I just... I wouldn't do the Buddha. He's too fat. Yeah. Isn't he fat? Is he like that in real life? I remember 
No. Oh, they just made the statues fat. Yeah. They made the statue. Actually, the statue that you see, the Chinese fat Buddha, isn't, isn't the, apparently an image of the one that... Because Buddha just means fully liberated person. Oh. So anyone who is completely free of anger is Buddha. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> the thing I don't like about the Buddha folks... <laughs> thank you, The thing I disagree with the Buddha, they don't have any courage. All they want to do is sit around and meditate. But they don't have courage. Thank you, man. Yeah, they don't have courage to get up and fight. I got to tell you this story. Can I respond to that? So, what? Well, wouldn't you say that's the same for most Christians? What? So-called Christians, that they don't have any courage and they don't stand up. Right, they don't. Yeah. They got the word, but they have no courage. Right. Have to, they have the word. In the beginning, there was the word. Word with God. God was the word. It was in the blood. <laughs> The body of Christ. What kind of body is this? You know what I'm saying? Weak body. Am I wrong? Am I on to something? Let me ask this young lady. Yeah, I need another female witness. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Am I wrong? Am I on to something about the mother? How they really feel it about the son? Yeah, if they yeah they get emotionally attached to their children. Like they, I think. Well, they, they are a, like grown people. Why are they still attached? Yeah, the mentality of the mother is that you owe me. Like, yeah. I brought you in this world. <laughs> now you got to, you know, pay the price now. So. And that's why she destroyed his family and everything? She probably doesn't know it. She's, she's probably... Um, she knows it. Well, maybe she's, she needs to meet a need. You know, that's the need that she's trying to fill in her own life or whatever. And what's that need? Just to be accepted and wanted. Maybe. Amazing. Would you ever live with your mama or let her live with you? Uh, no, I kind of fled from my home my, under my mama. Yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, don't let her come. Yeah. One thing I noticed about the mother, too, when you become an adult, they make sure everybody live. If she can't move in with you, everybody live right around one another. Leroy live over in that house. Sue Ellen live right here. Joe will live right here and mama in the middle. I never seen anything like this. It's just crazy. It's out of control. It really is. Y'all need to grow up and overcome mama. Really, don't let mama move in your house. Don't let her come over for Thanksgiving or anything. What? I know. <laughs> so what happened? Yeah, my dad don't invite his mother for Thanksgiving. He, he doesn't invite her? No. Why not? No, because uh, she's a jealous, like crazy, verbally, formerly physically abusive woman, and he doesn't want her being around us like the, the grandkids. Nice. Yeah, because when we used to, when my great-grandmother was alive, and we and we were living, like, not too far from her, whenever I would go to my, uh, my great-grandmother's house where my grandmother lived, uh, there would always be some kind of eruptive like argument between her and my uncle, and it would get physical sometimes. And my father got sick of that, and he finally moved us out of the state, and he never wanted to go back there ever again. Nice. Like after like the yeah, we moved when I was twelve. So I had to deal my me and my cousins and my siblings who were born at, who were born at the time. We had to deal with that until our father finally pulled us away. Good man. Yeah. So 
amazing. See, I'm on to something. I, I'm, I'm having flashback of my family members, and I'm thinking about some of my adult family members who they have not left the town. Gary and Indiana, for example, they all right around Mama. And Gary and Indiana has nothing. It's a, it has nothing to offer. But all the kids and those who have left home, they move back. Somehow or another, she draws them back to them. Back to Gary, Indiana. There ain't nothing in Gary but Mama. <laughs> but there, it's that spirit. Of, it really is. Raymond, you had your hand? Yes. I don't know if you know it, but you may have described, uh, described the Oedipus complex or a good part of it. The Oedipus? Yes. Joel, what did that mean? Oedipus murdered his, murdered his father in order to marry his mother. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, one thing about mama, you stay around, she will eat you. She will Oedipus you. <laughs> so let me tell you about anybody disagree with me. I want disagreements, really, because I could be wrong. It's, a, it's something I'm putting out there. How about the young lady right here? Am I wrong? <laughs> She's looking all around. Am I wrong? I don't know. Have you thought about this? Like, what's wrong with mama? With whose mama? The man's mom? Yes. Or even your mother. Would you ever marry a mama's boy? No. And why not? Because they're spineless. There's violence? They don't have a backbone. What? They don't have a backbone to make their own choices. Because of mama. Yeah. And so what, uh, what is up with mama that she does that to her sons and daughters, really? What is, what's wrong with her? They're possessive over their son's uh, life and future. And but why so so tight that she destroy his marriage, his life, and she hate the other woman? Mm, I don't know. I I always thought it was just because uh, they were possessive and everything, but also because they wanted what's best for them in their own mind. That's why they kill them. They want what's best for them. In their own mind. So death is best. <laughs> it's just like so good see the, the best kept secret on earth is they have made us think that the problem was the father when it's really been the mother and so now that we're starting to wake up we're learning more about the mother and that, but the mother don't want you to think about her issues at all she just wants you to focus on the father so you don't see the wickedness from her. Really. She tried to hide it. Let me take this young man first. I think I saw some hands. Yes. Hermes. I think in addition to the, uh, the horny thing you mentioned, I think... Can we say horny one more time? <laughs> <laughs> we are in church. At least I didn't, I didn't say the other word you said, but... Um, oh, I said a different word on the radio? <laughs> Um, I think a big. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep it clean. We're in yeah. church. All right. I think in addition to that, a big part of it is the control thing. Because I know mothers that have sons that are like six, seven, and eight, and they still want to treat them like they're infants. So, they, for some reason, they just don't want these guys to grow up and be independent. 
So the control thing along with the horny thing, it's a combination. But they're doing it because they want something from you. They're jealous, and they, they, it's more than just wanting to control you. Yeah, I just don't, I don't see that it's always the horny thing, but... Well, everybody's going to start looking for Definitely now, control. Right? <laughs> and when your mother treats you that way, the way to find out if she's horny, you say, Mom, are you horny for me? <laughs> Why are you fighting my girlfriends? Why are you jealous of whatever woman I'm with? Why do you want to come into my home and say, are you horny? That'll make them bag down. Yeah. Yeah. It really will. They'll bag down. So y'all ask, are you horny? All right? Really, this is the one time you can repeat me. Ask them if they're horny. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yes, sir. Oh, hold on a minute. And then I got to tell this, and then we have to do with the Bible. The, uh, the biblical question. Yes. First off, I love coming here. You have changed my life. But uh, my, amazing. My uh, statement is that pretty much everything that, that you've said over my three or four months here, I have always been the opposite. And after a couple months I, of, the, of the mother forgiving part, yeah. I said to my mother on the phone, I talked to her every Sunday, I said, Mom, at my church, it, you know, one of the points they go over is that we need to learn to forgive our mothers for what they have done. Yeah. And I said, Mother, hold yourself down, but... I forgive you for all the wrong you've done to me when in actuality my upper middle class sorry self got thrown out graduation night for being so horrible of a kid and I finally was accepted back in later in life after the military but my girlfriend my uh, first we were first for each other high school we married when I was in the military but her parents uh, did what you said, and they said um, th her dad was a postman and her older brother was a truck driver for Dean's. And they said, bring our daughter home. We will get you a job at the post office or the, the Dean's Milk. Well, I went all the way back, moved back home to Michigan City, you Indiana. Did. You did that? Yes. Moved the, because her family wanted her back. Around. I would have sent her then. I wish that I would have. That would have saved so many. Because I did end up going back home with her, moved back home. But you are absolutely right on all of these things about mother. Thank you. Nice. You're welcome, man. <laughs> so nobody, uh, anybody disagree with me about this? Are you disagreeing? Yes. Oh, good. Somebody need to disagree. <laughs> Justin, am I wrong about the horny stuff? Oh, see that? Yes. I, I don't think it's horny. Um, I you don't think what? It's horny. I don't think they're you don't think horny. It's horny. Yeah, I think it's an ego. No. Like I don't oh, think they're horny. English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's mostly like because their moms are really uh, not that crazy. Um, Where they, are they? Like his mom is really nice. Like his mom is really. His mom is nice. Yes. Have you ever met his mother? She's chill. No, she's really chill. She lets him. She real what? Chill. 
like oh he like she lets him do whatever like he doesn't she doesn't get in his life no at all, at all. that's how it used to be yes she was <laughs> wow and she married virgin like she is like i i respect that woman you know so right i see i see women that are Mostly is the ego because they create lives. They yeah. believe they're God. But they don't create life. Yeah, I know, but they believe that they create life. Oh, yeah. And they believe that they are God and they have this God sense in yeah. them because they create women, like, women, sorry, humans. Yeah. And I just think it's that. I don't think it's horny, but I think it's just a sense of control because they're, they think or they believe they're creators. I think it's more than that because why would they destroy a marriage? Why would they be mad at the man's girlfriend? Why would they be in competition with because that? Because they believe. I don't care. My son, when he get involved, he and his wife can fight all the time. I don't care. Because they believe I, that they know better. I'm not mad at her for being angry and beat him up or whatever they do, right? Yeah. I don't care. He has to deal with it. But, be, not, but, but the mother be all involved in it. But I think it's because they believe they know better and they want to control even in that level, you know? Like okay. my mom, it's like super against my brother's girlfriend because she doesn't cook, she doesn't clean, she doesn't do all those, you know. But like, that's not her business. I know, but like, I'm saying, I'm saying Tell what I'm saying is... Tell your brother to ask his mother if she's horny for him. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to... I don't think she's horny. Well, <laughs> ask her. I'm not going to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take the guy in the white shirt right behind you and then here. Yes, sir. What do you think? Oh, man. Uh, first of all, what I think is I really hope my mom is not horny for me. <laughs> I, I pray for that not to be true. Ask her. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't disagree, though. She's chased off every woman I've ever been with, you know? And, and so... I mean, rest my case. The, the nicest, sweetest woman I was with was named Sarah. We were in the fifth grade. It was the most innocent relationship. She she meets her. It's in the afternoon. It's not even at like two o'clock in the morning in my bedroom or something. It's like in the afternoon. Mom, meet her, and she looked at her and called her a skank, and then chased her home. And we were ten years old, you know. And, and so I mean, it's been like that every time. When I was married, my mom stopped talking to me completely until I left my wife. You know? Wow. So it, it was, it's always been crazy. And then it's just, I don't know. You know what I mean? So like to, to disagree with you is, uh, is impossible for me. I rest my case. So, and the it's not like I haven't been with just case. one or two women. So <laughs> I know I'm onto something here. I, I, I just don't think I'm far off about that. Right here. Are you still living with your mother? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Amazing. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Look, I can't see my issue is I'm trapped, you know, uh, uh, I work 70, 60 plus hours a week. You know, I, I got full custody of my 10 year old. You nice. know, what do I do? You know what you I mean? Have, like how a babysitter or somebody. I, we got babysitters. We got it going on. But I mean, like I, I'll be gone from the house in the morning on the weekdays from three to seven o'clock at night. Oh. You know what I mean? So well, when the, you get home, be sure to talk to your daughter to see what grandma, how did grandma treat her that day oh we're tight and and my daughter and me are on the same page you know? oh good. She, she she sees the same thing that's going on in my nice. room so she'll she'll go avoid it she has my room she has her area that she can go ahead and be in and, and remove herself from that situation and she's not ignorant to it you know because i've been raising her for so long as a dad nice. you know, on my own because that's the thing i don't mess with women anymore right on. I, I can't find one that's worth it so, you know, that's that's the struggle I'm in. It's like if if I could find a woman that is worth helping me raise my child, who's who's worth 
marrying or getting in a relationship, I'd be more than eager to. But that's right. not, it, it hasn't been possible for eight years now. Since no, well, don't look for one. No, I'm not. Just seek not the kingdom of God and if it should be. And it'll be perfect. And she's she's got a good head on her shoulders. You know, she's right going to grow up. She's going to go places. And she, she knows that she's free to go. You know, I want her to run the world. I want her to go live life. You know, That's she's not right, held man. back. She ain't going to stay in my home. <laughs> she's Amazing. Gone. Amazing. That's right, man. Yeah, Amazing. So. Derek, did you have your hand? Did I see your hand? You did? You did? Yeah. Oh, okay, then. Because I saw him a while back. I just forgot. Did you shave your beard or something? I did. What the? I wonder what's wrong with Derek. It's starting to bother me an issue. Oh, it did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it was about the, oh, the horny thing. About what? The horny. Being oh, horny okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not, um, Everybody want to talk about the horny. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know if it was this football season or the prior year. There was a mother, there was a, one of the football players that was getting drafted. And his mother was, his girlfriend was sitting on his lap, and they were filming it. And the mother yanked the girlfriend off. Yeah, that, that reminded me. I of remember that, that yeah. seeing that. Yeah, I think we may have talked about it on the show. Yeah. So, and then also, uh, husbands, correct your wives in front of your children. Yeah, you got That's to. That's a must. Yeah. Oh, right here, there, next to you. Oh. Yeah. Um. So I'm not gonna touch the horny thing, but <laughs> it's it's just too much for me. I wouldn't say it like that. But I'm not gonna touch the horny thing. No, but like <laughs> I just I don't, I don't get it. But I think I don't know because I think it's more or less like I, I I notice that mothers tend to try to keep I don't know. It's like they they try to keep their sons as like their babies for like for life almost it's like it's you know it's fine when you're 1 2 maybe 3 years old but it's like i noticed the way mothers generally speaking they kind of just talk to their kids like they're still babies when they're full grown adults i'm wondering for fathers at least like as a father yourself, like how would you? At what point did when your son is growing up? Did you like? Did you always sort of treat him like? I, I I don't know. It's like I just feel like they just mothers just treat their kids like babies throughout their life, and that's more the issue than you know. Even when my son lived with me, he yeah. was out here for a while living with me. Yeah. He was uh, around three then, I think. Three yeah. Or four. I just talked to him as a human being. Okay. I didn't talk to him like a baby, you know. We just talk. Right. But you're right. The mama kill that spirit and talk down at you. Exactly. Yeah. you feel like a baby or something. And then you grow up and you, women treat you like that. And you mm-hmm. automatically feel like a baby. Yeah. Because you resent that. It's like a that. weakening, I noticed. Right. It's but like, kids yeah. grow up better if you just talk to them. Right. You know, just have fun with them, hang out, you know, whatever. But don't treat them like a baby. Okay. Yeah, don't talk down to them. Okay. That makes sense. It does, yeah. That's yeah. like that's when we're talking about this whole situation. That's that's sort of what I was seeing it as was like it's just they want to kind of keep you in that infantile state to control you. I think it's all about control, really. It's like you can control a baby easily, but it's difficult to control a full grown man. So it's like whatever little tactics they come up with, like oh hey sweetie, like yeah, don't call me sweetie. It's kind of weird. And, like and black know. women got that yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah Have yeah. you know black women? Okay, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not your baby. 
and then you got to fight them. Mm-hmm. What the, let me tell you, Cheryl, and then I got to give you this. I know you guys want to say something. I'm running out of time. All right. Yes. Um, I have a couple of questions. I agree with him. I think it's more control and it's love. They give him like a little, but, like a little but, prize. But it something. is control, but when you try to control someone, you're horny for them. It awakens your sexual nature. It really does. And then also, if you notice all the songs by black, mostly by the black artists, it's like baby boy and hi baby and you know it's it, it, he's right they talk to him like they're like yeah, kids like little kids it, like, and you then could also, be 80 years old they still call you baby yeah it's like that's yeah it's like he's I've my seen it. he's my baby boy no he's your husband I yeah. mean it's like and then also is there a time when um, you should turn your kids over to your husband is there an age where yeah I believe around three okay because they don't need because they don't need mama's love okay. anymore okay they need the guidance of the father from that point forward. Okay, and how would you, as a wife and mother, how would you do that? What does that look like? Amazing. <laughs> I know amazing, but <laughs> I agree. But how do you, like, sh- uh, push, not push, but how do you? How do you let go? Yeah, I guess. Um, Just let go and let them go to the dad or say, go ask your father. If, you don't, if, if a woman were to overcome her ego, uh-huh. she would let go. Okay. She would naturally see how to do it because she would realize the child needs the father now. You know, I, you know, I baby the baby, milk the baby, and all that kind of stuff. And she would see to let go. But if she has not returned to the father, the mother, she's not going to let go. It's just not going to happen because her ego is too big. I want to ask a young man in front of you, uh, Cheryl. What do you think about this? This is your first time here? Yeah. Yes, it's my first time. What's your name? Andrew. Andrew, welcome. How uh, did you hear about us? Actually, I I have no idea. Um, I, what is uh, it? Uh, yeah, my uh, friend just said, I just go to church, and it's like the first time I'm in church in like 15 years. Wow. So I didn't burn through the door, so that's cool. You what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh. Just, Lame and joke. so your first day at church, you hear horny stories, huh? <laughs> what the? Hey, at least you're honest. Like you're like. What do you? Th- am I wrong about what I'm saying about the mothers that uh, carry well, on like that with their sons? Probably in history, but nowadays it's not as bad. What do you mean? It's worse nowadays. It is. Oh yeah. Well, that's probably do why I don't like your people. Mother? <laughs> Pardon? You live with your mother. Yeah, I'm a true millennial. How I can't get you? out. <laughs> How old are you? If you could guess, I'll say yes. Thirty-two. <laughs> Kidding. No, I'm thirty-one. Oh, okay. Any question for me? No, not yet. Okay. All right. Let me do this. I gotta take these two guys. I think it was here it's somewhere. Yeah, I I just wanted to say hey, like you, huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm kind of going off of what she was saying about them thinking that they're God or whatever. I do think that they do think that they they women find their identity. They're like looking for their identity, yeah. and that's the only thing that they kind of attach to is their right. kids. So they kind of stick with that. It's like anybody who it's like gets attached or addicted to anything. I think they just kind of get addicted to the kids, and then they want to con- like have control over. But it's beyond that though. 
Because why would she be jealous of his woman to a point of she would fight you like another woman fighting another woman over a man? Yeah. I'm trying That's to think of some. I'm trying to think of like There's something else going on on this side. But you know how like people get jealous over like their possessions, like they don't want to give. Like you could have a car that you identify with. But there's something identity. else going on. You think so? I believe so. Okay. After a while, women will start admitting it. We'll see. And that's why I want you all to ask your mama, are you horny? We need to find out. I don't want to say the word anymore. <laughs> right here, right here. And then Irma said, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Um, I was thinking of an extreme example of this. James Younger and his mom. If you guys remember, he's the kid who um, his mom is trying to transition him into um, another gender. And then last night, I, sp- I spent most of the night looking at, um, like, really high-definition photos of um, the Lady of Guadalupe. And um, I was just thinking just what she would think, you know, and, like, how disappointed she would be. Yeah. Because, you know, she was, like, she was pure, you know? Who is that? The, the virgin... Um, the painting of Lady of Guadalupe. Oh. Oh, it's a Mexican thing? Oh, okay. She a virgin? Yeah. Amazing. Are you sure? <laughs> but, you know, I don't even think, because you know how they just say? You don't know. Right. We, we were talking one time about how... We should ask the What if Mary was sinful because she was proud of being Jesus' mother? Oh, so I was just bringing it up because, yeah, as an example, oh, like, against what you're saying. Because oh. I don't really disagree at all. Nice. But I was thinking, is there, is there something against what you're saying, you know? Right. Might be more to it, though. Nothing. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, y'all lean in the back first and then here. And then y'all need to be quiet. I love the fellowship, but I got to tell you something. Okay. Yes. So I was thinking about, um, can it be true also for, like, fathers and daughters? Because sometimes I actually it does happen sometimes see a lot of that. Actually, when I look in my life, I see, I do see what you say about the mothers. Even with my own mother and my brother, I can see that. Um, She's horny for him. I, I just think she, she just has this overwhelming, like, you know, sense of guilt and just, like. Call her up and ask. Yeah, I was going to actually. Make sure you ask her, are you horny for my brother? But I do see that also with the fathers and the daughters, too, because they put, like, in many cases, I know, you know, one of my family members is in a situation where the wife has passed away, and now she's coming over more often and taking care of the dad, and, you know. Is he old or something? Yeah, he's old. He's older, yeah, Yeah, he's older. You you can see that sometimes, but it's rare. Mm -hmm. But with the mothers, it's all the time. Yes. It's, It's most of the time. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I rest my case. When my son, when my son was born, I'm gonna admit, I'll admit it. When my son was born, I remember the moment like he came because I, when I during my pregnancy, I didn't really like connect the dots. You know, I knew I was pregnant, but it just didn't hit me until my son came out. And then when my son came out and I saw him, I just like fell in love with him. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most precious thing ever. And I remember in that very moment. In my head, at least in that very moment, I, I, I thought, he's never going to grow. He's never, he's going to stay this small. He's going to be this little. And in my mind, it, it took a while for me to really come to the, that 
understanding that, no, he grows, he's a man, he, yeah. you need to let him go. And I remember, too, when he was a baby, I'm talking about just a couple months, I would, you know, kiss him and just be so happy, you know. And when he got to about, like, three or something like that, or maybe four, there was a weird weirdness about that. Like, that's when it stopped happening where, you know, I couldn't kiss him anymore. And then it got to about seven where I probably gave him his last hug, you know, and um, I eventually, like, you could, I, we could sense when, you got to stop. You, yeah. you know as a mother Kids don't like stop. that. I remember when we they were don't. little kids and the, and the older people would come home to visit and they were like, oh, hi, Johnny, and they'd kiss you on the head. You're like, eh. Yes. <laughs> Have you noticed? Yeah. They don't like that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, right there, yeah. And then we'll take over here. Yes. Hi, Jesse. Um, hey, buddy. My first time being here. Oh, this is your first time? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. What's I, your uh, name? My name's Cam. Cameron. Ken. Cam. Cameron. Cameron. Oh, okay. Yeah. Welcome, man. Thanks. I, uh, I drove. I got up at 4.30 in the morning this morning to come here, so wow. I drove five hours. Where did hours. you come from? Monterey, California. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. I'm sta- nice. <laughs> I'm stationed up there right now, um, but me and my brother have been watching your show for a long time. And right I'm, on. He actually, I just went through a, a breakup about a week ago. and uh, About a week ago? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, last weekend. Are you sitting by the dock of the bay right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm in a sorry state right now. But uh, I can hear that song. Turn down the lights. <laughs> yeah. Turn yeah. down the beer. Um, but, so uh, how are you feeling right now about that? The, the breakup? breakup? Um, right honestly, now. after listening to you for a while, I've, I've like figured out some stuff about it. Um, right. I, some things were sort of like revealed to me, I guess, this week about myself and uh, why things happened the way they did. Yeah. Um, it was probably, it was like my, this is like my seventh girlfriend I've had in my life. Um, and there was just this like repeating pattern with my relationships that I just like could not break out of. And uh, what was kind of lucky about this one, um, I guess, um, was that it was a long-distance relationship, and so she came to visit me in Monterey from Georgia, and um, I, I made a mistake that weekend. I didn't really realize how big a mistake it was when she came to visit yeah. um, at the time, but it was sort of a blessing in disguise because it really isolated what the problem was in my life to that one weekend, and I was able to sort of like reflect on it and look at it, and, and it was like pinpointed, like here's what you did wrong, you know? And I've been thinking about what you say about, you know, no sex before marriage. And, uh, no, never, never, that had a women hook you. Right. No sex is a, is a drug. Right. It should draw you in and kill you. Well, and I didn't realize what happened at the time, but, like, <laughs> after she went home, she started sort of, like, pulling away a little bit and getting, like, cold with me and distant. Yes. And I was just like, why are you doing that? Like, what's going on? You know, and I was trying to, like get her to be the way she was before and it just got worse and worse and worse until last weekend i'm pretty sure she like cheated on me she went to a party and uh and um <laughs> yeah well <laughs> yeah so um that's the last song he need to hear right yeah now. I appreciate that. Um, so, so, but it's it's just been interesting, and I and I realize um, with that whole situation that uh, you know when I was when I was going to 
her um i wasn't i wasn't loving her with like perfect love right like, like you talk about and yeah. uh and it makes me sad because you know i really did like her you know it wasn't just um just that i don't think maybe it was i it's hard to tell but um but i i guess my question with that i have another one right after i'm sorry i just okay, no problem Go but ahead. um i guess my question with that is that like if I had known better at the time, and I, pro- I think I already know the answer to this, but if I had known better at the time and I had been uh, righteous and done the right thing um, and I had already gone and forgiven my parents for things, do you think, because she was obviously looking for her father's love, right. I think, right, when yeah. she was doing that with me, because um, yeah. we were both complicit in it. But Is like, she older to you? No, she's younger. Okay. Um, there's another thing, too. She has... She's a kid from another guy, and so that was, I know, a whole Don't mess. do that. Is it wrong to It's do wrong. That? It is wrong. It's okay. wrong. I, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> but the so, moment she tells you she has a baby, right. lock your door. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. Dodged a bullet, maybe. I don't know. I, she's a great person. I, no, she's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's How got a lot I... of great qualities. No, she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> you are really in love. If she was a great person, she would not have went, came out here to your home yeah. and stayed with you like that. Yeah. She would not be cheated on you and making you chase her. Yeah. She's not great. Stop deceiving yourself. Right. She's a devil. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, though, my question was that. You're thinking that because you're in pain. Yeah, and when right. we're in pain like that, especially you, you know, when you God walk away like that, mm-hmm. you think of all the lies about it. Oh, she's so nice. Right. I really like. It's all lies. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, you know, the more I think about that, it's like because I had that sort of like resentment in my heart. I still do. I'm, I'm going to visit my parents in a week, and I'm going to talk and, with them. Oh, you haven't forgiven them yet. I haven't been able to. They live on the East Coast, so I'm going oh, okay. to talk uh, to them in a week. Um, but. I guess you're right, because if I have that resentment in my heart... If you were a decent man, you would not have allowed her to stay at your house like that. No, you're right. It wouldn't have happened. Right. So I wouldn't focus on her. I would focus on myself Mm -hmm. so you can overcome it. Make sure you take the pain Mm -hmm. of losing your God, Mm -hmm. because what it is is your ego is hurting, not you. It just feels like it's you because it's in your body. And so you need to allow yourself to feel that pain. And just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Don't look all sad and pitiful. Try you don't want to. anyone to feel sorry for you. You're right. And just yeah. know that you did wrong. Right. And you made this woman your God. Yeah. And now your God is gone, and that's why you're suffering. Absolutely. And don't call her anymore. No, I, or I don't. Anything. I. She gave me the opportunity to break it up. She basically did everything except break it off with me. She wouldn't answer phone calls or anything. Yeah. And I finally. How was many just, times did you call already since, bro- since you broke up? None. Nine? None. None. Zero times. I, no, I tried to until, up until the moment. (laughs) I tried, I tried to talk to her and ask her, like, what happened or whatever up until I. No, you were asking what happened. Be glad that she. Right, yeah. She did it so you could see what you're dealing with. You already know she's no good. Right, I, I don't even want to. And you beta. I know, yeah. Beta, (laughs) man. Beta. Um, I guess, so, well, that's out of the way. Uh, my other question, <laughs> um, my other question is, I am I'm actually in the the Air Force, and I put in for 
a religious accommodation so that I could try to not get the vaccine when they do that. And uh, I managed to narrowly avoid getting the flu vaccine, which is great, I guess. But um, the chaplain um, at my post told me basically, um, you know, there is a very good possibility that when they push my accommodation that I wrote up uh, up to the chain of command that they're going to look at it and put it to me that like the my choice is either you know stay in the air force or take the vaccine and the vaccine you know for all intents and purposes the vaccine companies use uh, aborted fetal proteins yeah. you know and it's just i i have like a moral problem with the whole thing and i i don't you know my my chaplain asked me uh you know if it comes to that if you have to make the choice between severance from the air force or taking the vaccine what are you going to say and i said i don't know and i don't know how to make that decision really and i don't i don't i don't know if i'm blowing it out of proportion i don't know if i'm like overreacting to the vaccine thing, if I should just stay in because it'll be better for me, maybe in the long run, maybe nothing will happen. I, you know Can't what I mean? Can't you develop an allergy? That way you don't have to take it. What do you mean? Like, oh, like a medical reason? Yeah. Say, oh, I have an allergy. I'm allergic. I guess that is... You can lie. Well, because I know... <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have to get some sort of, like, confirmation from a... Oh, yeah, go to the doctor. I, yeah, <laughs> just... Oh, I have an allergy. Yeah, maybe I could do that. And then you an allergy pill, or you'll be, that yeah. way you can avoid it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if that's not an option, though, what, what would you say is? You know, it's up to you, yeah. personally, me, but it doesn't mean you do it. Mm-hmm. I would, if, I, if they try to force me to take it, I would leave it, the Air Force. You would leave the Air Force? Yeah, because my life is worth more than the Air Force. Right. And if Joe Biden taking over the Air Force, it's going to be Kamala over. Kamala Harris wants to remove religious exemptions. Yeah. So your life is more than that. Right. So I would leave, but it's up to you. Right. You have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And don't let that. anything be so important to you that you would die for it. Let it go. If it's too important, let it go. Include this woman. Okay. So don't have sex out of wedlock anymore. I'm not doing it ever again. Yeah. And don't ever date a woman that's been married before with children. Right. All right. Seek the kingdom of God in his right way, and he will add the woman unto you. It'll happen naturally, and it'll be amazing. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. I'm glad to see you, man. Thanks. It's honestly great talking with you. I've been yeah. watching you for a few years. This you came a long way. Any me. other questions for me? Um, I have an, another one. I just didn't want to like spend too much time. Yeah, one more. Go ahead. Okay. I have my best friend um, from back home has been an alcoholic since high school probably like the end of high school um right and i used to drink with him and party and stuff and uh but it has like ruined his life and i don't i try to talk to him and i i realize like it gets me angry sometimes too because i can't get through to him and uh but he doesn't he doesn't see how twisted up he is inside and even when i try to explain it to him he gets really defensive about it and i just don't know how to Help him. He, he's like... Let him suffer and die. Nothing you can do. Yeah. 
you point the right way. If he doesn't accept it, wish him well and go your way. Mm-hmm. And don't bring him into your life. That way he won't destroy you. Because if he has all those problems and not dealing with them, he will destroy you. Yeah. So let him go. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. Jesse, you want to talk about your problems? Uh huh. Oh, okay. I thought you said a woman ran you. Oh yeah. Well, it, it reminds me of your story actually. And this this girl controlled me with uh, with sex, and she was a sex addict. And I think I'm a bit of a sex addict too. So it was. Uh, <laughs> and with COVID and everything, um, yeah, it was bad. So we did. Oh, okay. Suffer. Yes, I had to get away from her. And I she, told you to she, stay away she's from an alcoholic, actually. But I kept her sober for seven months, and uh, she had substance abuse. I kept her off all the substances. So, you know, it, it's disappointing when you put seven months of your life into somebody. Uh, I got her in great shape, got her healthy. Uh, she looks, she looks amazing. But uh, you know, she's just a sick person. And as, as you, you just said, she'll destroy my life. Yeah. Because she's got so many problems. If I stay that course, I, she'll destroy me. Yes. So I had to uh, walk away completely. But you're not helping her because you love her. You're helping her because of your ego need for her. That's, that's true, yeah. And so you're getting what you deserve. Yeah, that's right. Because if you were not a beta male in that area, that's he's true. a good bodybuilder, so I... <laughs> <laughs> You can't be too hard on the bodybuilder, right? <laughs> uh, your, your reason for helping her is all selfishness. It was. And that's why you're getting what you deserve. Yeah, because true. real men would set an example for her to show how to overcome her issues. Forgive her father, forgive her mother. Yeah. They wouldn't take advantage of her. Yeah. Her so you're trying to get all man. built up and looking good for you. That's true. Yeah. So apologize to her and be done with her. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I will. I it's, have. It's stay away from safe, Jesse. I know. Well, the gems were close, so it was good cardio. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got no body fat, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll stay away, yes. Yeah, Thank stay you. away. You're right, Jesse. All right. You had your hand, right? And then nobody else. Just stuff and die. <laughs> I just figured we knocked this one out because I heard about the dads and the daughters. Am I horny for you? No. <laughs> nice. It's, it's rare. A lot of men are being accused of that kind of stuff. And now realizing the reason women are accusing the men of that because they're horny for their sons. And they're thinking that the father feels the same way. That's what it is. I guarantee you that's what it is. I guarantee you. They, they think the man feel that way. He's not feeling that way. Yes, sir. Real fast, nothing else. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I, I actually do think that that is absolutely true, but it's a best kept secret, like you said. Yeah. The reason it's important to say, in my opinion, is because, like you said, when you say it to the mother, it diffuses the situation much more easily than if you try to walk around it. Absolutely. And, for, and the mother will very often be like, oh, what? No. And then just not ever bug you anymore. Yeah. And so when she go, what? I, no. You know she horny. But that's, that's why it's important, in my opinion. Isn't that true? 
Yes. So let me let me do this. I got to tell you this story that happened. And so I talked to a lot of people. And the other day I was talking to a woman that said that um, she used to think that she, oh, she used to think that she loved her mother. And the reason she thought that was when she was growing up, the mother would give her brother more attention than she would her. And so when she was a little girl, she wanted the mother's attention. And that she noticed that eventually, oh, and, and then in the family, she was like a rebel. You know, she wouldn't obey the mother that much. She would, re, you know, rebel. But the brother caved in. And even though they both knew that the mother was wicked and that she was trying to control them, she wasn't as innocent. But the brother didn't know how to deal with the mother, so he caved in to her. He gave in to it. And now the brother is an alcoholic, you know, living with the mother and just don't have a life at all. And she ran away when she turned 18 or so. She left. But while she was away, since being away, she still wanted her mother's love. She thought that what she was feeling was the lack of a mother's love. She wanted a mother's love. And but when she heard us talking about it on the radio, she realized that the reason she felt that she wanted her mother's love still was because she hated her mother. And so she felt like she wanted love. So every guy she got with, she was looking for love from that guy, thinking that it would replace the mother's love. But once she forgave her mother, she realized she never wanted the mother's love because she realized that the love the, the boy got from the mother killed the boy and it saved her by not getting it. But she felt like she wanted it because she resented her mother. And so she realized once she forgave her mother, she's completed now. And she's glad that she did not get her mother's love. I'm like, you're absolutely right because a mother's love would kill. And so you, to want love is coming from hatred that you have in your heart. And we have hatred is coming from that too, judgment. So love and hate are the same. When you think you want love, you only think that because you have anger in your heart. You have not forgiven. So you're separated from God. You're separated from love. But if you didn't have any hatred at all, any anger, then you would never want love from anyone else because you know that the love they have is not real anyway. You wouldn't have that love-hate relationship going on. You would be completed. And so if, for those who are looking or watching out there, if you didn't get your mother's love, you're blessed. You need to be thanking God you didn't get mama's love. A mama's love would kill you. And you'll be fighting for it and trying to get it. But if you don't hate her, you'll get over that and you'll be completed. And you'll see why you're glad you didn't get mama's love. All right. So the, the thing is, don't look for love and don't hate. They're both the same. It's not real. So just seek the kingdom of God in his right way and all will be added. You'll be fine. This love that coming through human beings is not real. It's not real at all. That's why marriages don't last. Because they have sex before they get married, they think they love one another. And the morning of the night of, the morning after the night of, you wake up and wonder, who is this? <laughs> and then the wife become a bitch and, it's, and the husband become a son of a bitch. And, and then they break up and they go remarry somebody else and start all over again. And just passing the hell on. 
You don't want that. You want to be free. You can be free. There is a perfect love, but you must forgive your mothers so you could overcome her nature and return to your father. And return to the father meaning don't hate your father. Just don't hate him. You don't have to run around with him. You don't have to hang out with him. Just don't hate him so you can return to God. Isn't that amazing? Because love and hate is not good. They'll both lie. It's like the, the Bible thumpers, they, were all, they already knew evil. Then they learned the Bible so they know about truth. And so they have the knowledge of good and evil, and it's screwing them up. It's driving them nuts because they think they're God, and they think they can measure good and evil. Well, we don't know what that is until we, uh, God allows us to see it. We know nothing, and of ourselves, we can do nothing. Nothing. Zero. Zero. You know what I'm saying? Really. Accept that. Let your little ego die. You're not wonderful. You're nothing. All right? So get off your high horses and just live your life. Wish other people well, and then uh, you'll be fine. Don't, Don't try to be like anyone. Don't be jealous of anyone. Don't talk about them. Wish them well. And just live your life. There's nothing like it. Let me do this real fast because my time is over. I, I saw Irma's hand a while back. And, and then uh, I got it. Does that make sense about the love-hate thing? Yes. Yeah. And sex is not love. It's only to make babies. All right? If you ain't making no baby with your wife, there's no need to get married. I mean, no need to be having sex. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Yes, Hermes. If you're pressed for time, you can take someone else. Are you? Boy, you better go ahead. Okay. Uh, what advice would what, you... Uh, <laughs> people hold a hand if I go to... Oh, that's okay. Yes. What advice would you give to a married couple, uh, specifically the husband, if the wife uh, is... She can't seem to let go of babying like a seven-year-old kid, right? He, The guy works. He provides everything material. They have a good life financially. Yeah. But she just won't let go. She won't listen to him. And he's, he's at a point now he doesn't know what to do. He needs to overcome her. He, he got to overcome the woman so he's not controlled by her. And God will guide him and show him how to deal with her in the right way. Because greater is he that's in us, which is the kingdom of heaven inside, than, than he that's in her, which is Satan. And there's a war going on, and good will defeat evil. It really will. But you got to be living that. you got to be born again. Otherwise, it won't work. So i got to ask you this. Why should a man allow a woman to take over? Yes, Daniel. You all know Daniel works for us now? That's Daniel right there. He took Christina's place. He's the manager of the front office. Yes, Daniel. You shouldn't follow anybody. Why shouldn't a woman allow women to take over? Yeah, you, you say, oh, follow no man. Oh, but what does that have to do with women taking over? Said, oh, you well, mean that because we shouldn't follow a woman? Anybody. Oh, okay. Um, let me ask you a little Christian. <laughs> why shouldn't a woman, why shouldn't, why shouldn't men? men allow women to take over? Because... Women have too much problem with ego and yeah. too much playing God. It's more, not more, than, more than men. It's a feminine. It's more of a feminine. Yeah. So since you got the mic and I got to end, I have a brand new biblical question. Brand new. 
Do you think you believe what you want to believe? Do you think you believe what you want to believe? Do I think I personally? Is that yeah. how I'm supposed to answer? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You think you believe what you want to believe? Yeah. Um, what do you say to that, Justin? Yeah, I agree. You believe what you want to believe? Suit, to suit us, we believe what we want to believe to suit us. Okay, so you say yes, you do? Yes. Uh, let me ask the young man behind you there. Um, do you think you believe what you want to believe? Uh, I think we can change it, but I think we're influenced by people and things around us as well, so I'm not sure. You're not I'll, sure. This is your first time here? I'll, I'll say no. No, I've been, I came last week. Oh, okay. So you say no? I would say no. You don't believe what you want to believe? Correct. Oh, okay. What do you say to Esteban? Uh, no. And why do you say no? Because, like, when you lie to yourself, try to convince yourself, uh, you, like, know that you're lying to yourself. You're just choosing to do it anyway. Oh, you believe it anyway? No, like, let's say I'm lying to myself that I should do this, but I know I shouldn't. Uh, like, deep down, you know that you shouldn't do it, but you're uh, doing it anyway. So, But you can't really fool yourself. You're still not so doing you, it. So you don't think you believe what you want to believe? No. No? Okay. Let me ask a young man there, and then I'm done. Right, with the scarf, yeah. What? The green. Do you think you believe what you want to believe? Um, I don't believe anything that isn't a revelation. You say what now? I don't believe anything that isn't told to me or revealed to me from God. So do you think you believe what you want to believe, yes or no? No. No? Okay. That's the brand new biblical question. And no, men should not allow women to take over. It'll destroy the world. It really will. All right? Um, Thank you all so much. It was amazing today. Really, really, really. I love this fellowship. I really appreciate all the input. And think about these things. Really. Well, don't think about them, but <laughs> and don't forget to ask your mother, "Are you horny for me?" <laughs> One more time, really. That's how you, as someone said, that's how you get rid of it. Really, you got to start standing up. Just don't hate. Don't hate. All right, don't hate. Um, is it next week or matters? This week or matters? What? You're leaving Thursday. Oh, supposedly there was a women's forum this week, but I'm leaving. I got to go out of town Thursday. But I'll be back Friday night. So what? With what now? Oh. Well, here we, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> That's what you could tell them in the military when they try to give you that vaccine. Say, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> then they'll back off. Yeah. Uh, we're here every Sunday uh, at 11 a.m. And then the first Thursday night for men only, at 7 p.m. Yeah. But ladies, I can't have it at the meeting.
What the? I uh, know. <laughs> Uh, they try to take over. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, is there something you wanted to say since we're not having a meeting that you wanted to say for the meeting? No. Do you want to say it now? Uh, no, I don't want to say it. Now. It's private. Okay. Well, hold it. Yeah. Call the office. We do. We do counseling as well. And to you that's going through that with your girl, make, with this woman, make sure. Don't call her. Block your number. Endure the pain because you made her your God. And your God is gone. No. Uh, he just, he just trying to find a way to get back. He tried I, I wasn't, to get to her. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, I, I figured that was same talking. I just, I wasn't. I wasn't no, be done. done with it. Learn your right. lesson from it yeah. so you can overcome it. And you're going to hurt. The ego is going to hurt because the God is gone. But let it die. It'll die. You will never go through that again. Right. And so the next time you date, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. It'll happen the right way. All right. So Thank you. don't you, don't apologize. You're a slut. <laughs> yeah. And you're a slut maker. I know. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean, though, is like, I'm, you know, I played a part in. Right. That's why you're suffering your part. Right. And let her suffer her part. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you came, man. Me too. Thank you. Uh, so we're not having a Thursday night meeting this week. I got to go out of town Thursday morning after the show, and I'll be back Friday night. So we will be here Sunday. Um, Matching grant. Donation. Oh, we have a challenge uh, donation thing. What do you call it? Come up here and help me, Hermes. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm black and slow, too. So tell them about the grant. Okay, so we had a generous my PR guy, Ermius. A friend of Bond, a generous donor that uh, has offered to give us a year-end donation uh, matching grant up to $30,000 to go towards program services. So we have until January 30th, and every dollar you donate will be matched through January 30th. Yeah. So you can go to uh, rebuildingtheman.com. We also have a uh, GoFundMe page, so we need your support. All right. I need your support with that. Help us get there. And Justin, you white, you a trainer, you could write that check today, right? <laughs> uh, and so make sure you help us with that. Let's get that done. I do appreciate it. And it is the end of the year time for giving. We are nonprofit, 51133, so it's tax deductible. And do the silent prayer, folks. I don't want to make you do it, suffer and die, but... God will renew your mind. He really is amazing, too. And you live in the world, but not of it. They'll be going crazy, but you'll be at peace. So do the silent prayer. He will change your life. Go and forgive. You got to go and forgive before you enter into the kingdom. You must forgive. All right? And thank you all for tuning in. We'll do your super chats and D-Live tomorrow. Right, James? Yes. Oh, Justin, the hate report. The hate report. <laughs> Uh, hate you report. And so we will be on radio tomorrow and uh, tune in for it, all right? Thank you all so much. Do the silent prayer, forgive. And thank you all. This was fun today. I appreciate it. Nice. How am I doing, Chris?